Yes, it's a Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. And now the hosts of Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy. With me, as always, is the lovely and talented Mr. Patrick Rooney. Hey, everybody. How are you? Hey, we're here on this beautiful Sunday to talk about Buddy Go, the first episode of Ultraman Taiga. You gotta put in that exclamation point. Buddy Go! Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he's commanding an ultra dog to go get his ultra slippers <laughs> or something of that sort. <laughs> Buddy Go! <laughs> or, yeah, you're trying to get somebody to go ahead in traffic and you don't want to yell because kids are in the car. You don't want to cuss because exactly. kids are in the car. Buddy Go! Come on. Let's go. Come on. I can, everyone's got places to be. Come on. Snippy Snippy. Places to do. Places to go. Snippy Snippy. Let's go. But anyway, uh, first air date 7-6-2019. Finally found a subtitled copy yesterday. In English, um, which is nice. Yes, I could have watched it subtitled in Indonesian a couple yeah, weeks ago, but that, that didn't do me any help. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I could hear it in Japanese and read it in Indonesian. Yeah. If only I'm, either one helped. I'm double confused. <laughs> Hooray. This is fantastic. Where's the bell? I don't know where you have Good put it. gravy. Where's the bell? It has moved. Is it behind you? No, it's not behind me. Folks, we don't have a bell. That can't be good. I knew something was missing. We're literally going to get up and walk around and look for the bell. Oh, there it is. On the floor. Oh, it's on the floor. Floor bell. There you go. Not the doorbell. <laughs> it's a floor bell. Uh, all's right with the world. All right. <laughs> We're settled, bell. All right. Uh, and we've got a directed by uh, Ryo Ichi Ichino. Uh, special skills director is Makoto... Kamiya, which I assume is the guy who directs the monster stuff. Generally okay. speaking, yeah. Okay, fair yeah. enough. I didn't um, realize that they had two separate directors for the two different parts of mm-hmm. the episode, but that makes sense. Uh, so, the summary, the TV Guide summary, is the... It has been 12 years since Ultraman Taiga disappeared into space in the fierce battle with Ultraman Trigger. Uh, is that... He was an Ultraman, because yeah. I was trying to figure out who Trigger was. Yep. Now, to ask the stupid question that you may not know, has he been in any other Ultraman series before this? Not to my knowledge. Okay, fair enough. Um, I, I don't think so. Um, I'm, I can answer that question right now, though. As I go, Ultraman Trigger. See, this is what I do. And then I go to first appearance. Come on. Oh, hey, he's in the Ultraman Rube movie. Oh, which we haven't seen. Which we haven't seen yet. Okay. Yeah, I like enough. them apples. All right. I like them apples. Yeah. Now we have to see the Rubin movie. Yeah, that's... Later. Well, I think... Uh, what's today's date? The 28th? 28th, yes. All right. So it just came out on home video in Japan. Oh, like so... Like this weekend, I think. A week and then it'll be up in... Yeah, there. Well, you know, so an hour and a half. Give them <laughs> okay, 20 minutes. minutes. Give them a couple minutes. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are like... Guys! <laughs> there's a bunch of guys that... There's a bunch of guys over at uh, Color Timer Subs flipping you the bird right now. Like, all right, look, Rooney. I, <laughs> I don't see you translating. Jack, you do not. No, you do not. <laughs> so, here's the uh, here's how this went. Very first episode in a fierce battle between Ultraman Trigger and the New Generation Heroes. Uh, that's our that's our tri- trinity of heroes, which is Ultraman uh, Taiga, Ultraman Fuma, and Ultraman Titus. Yes. And there were a whole bunch of other ultras as yeah, those well. Were, yeah, those were the guys that were... There was, oh, yeah, we open up on, like, a desolate planet, and there's... Um, uh, and maybe, you know what? Maybe they list them all. That'd be helpful, right? It would be, but I'm sure that they're not Well, Ginga's there. Taro's there. Okay. 
Um, I guess those are the only ones that speak. So those are the only two that get The only listed. two that make sense. Yeah. Okay. Fair so, enough. So, you know, when you think about it, Trigger blows up these guys into, like, energy particles, right? Well, no, no, so no. So he, he kills Ultraman Taro's son in front of him. That's a good way to start what we call a grudge. People. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good way to not get people on your side. Yeah. I think he's going to be PO'd about that. A little bit. A little bit. Call it a hunch. <laughs> but, uh... So we have uh, the young hero, Ultraman Taiga, son of Taro, was attacked by Trigger, who then disappeared into space. Right. Uh, smash cut 12 years later on an Earth secretly inhabited by extraterrestrials. Well, we also get the nice intro of the episode because all of that fight. Yeah, that's all pre credits. That's all pre credits. And what a fight. It is some sort of fight. I yeah. love the lightning effects. That oh, they use. yeah. I mean, I, I really, every time they use the stupid lightning effects, I know. It's digital. <laughs> it still looks cool. Yeah, they know what they're doing. They're not messing around. And I mean, the, the way they use this trigger to dissolve some of the ultras, yeah. it is just, they really do know yeah. what they're doing. Am I crazy for trigger's design? Me. Not especially. He's no Belial. No, he's not Belial. He's not, you know. You don't, I don't like the fact that he looks like a regular ultra and is still a bad guy, but. Well, he's much spikier than a regular is. ultra. Also, he, he has the, the, uh. The genie shoes on. Oh, yeah, Those, yeah, like, yeah. Front, the, the pointy yeah, toes. Yeah, the pointy toes shoes. That's the definite sign of an evil Ultraman. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay, fine. Well, you remember in in the... Cast your mind back, Patrick. <laughs> way back to the first Ultraman series. Um, where... Um, a guy who sounds like the alien Zareb. Yeah. Uh, disguised himself as evil Ultraman. And he had like the little metal goatee. Right? Yeah. And the pointy shoes. True, <laughs> yeah, it's only where you That's how you know. That's how you know. <laughs> when you join the evil the evil crew. You get the shoes right away. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. You know how it works. Oh god. But anyway, the, the intro yeah. to the series is very, very cool. They show all the characters. Mm -hmm. Not that I can read any of the names, nope. obviously. They show the new toy that you're gonna have to buy. Mm-hmm. And then the thing I, going into further in the show, I thought it was just going to be like a pod kind of deal, a little coin on both sides. Right. No, it's an actual plastic little bracelet toy. sort of thing. Well, no, the, oh. the bracelet, but the, the... Oh, they look like bottle openers, yeah. Is that what they are? Don't so, they look like them? They, they like, look like they have a little openers. hook on the one side. Yeah. And a little, you know, like... <laughs> and it's sort of the face of the anim, the monster that yeah. they just fought into that bottle opener look. Right, well, like, when they defeat the monster at the end of the episode, Spoiler Ultraman well, I mean, wins. But, uh... <laughs> I was <really> surprised. <laughs> it's a little thingy. Yeah. Triangular-ish. I don't know what we're Kind of face -ish. I don't even know what the things are called yet. Like, we don't know, like, what the, what the transforming device is, because... They haven't they, said it yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure they will get into it oh, further. Oh, sure. Because, I mean, since we're going to bounce around a little bit on this... Yeah. The, the transformation that they used. Okay. Now I know. And you know what? Use it Not nearly as long as I thought it was going to be. No, it was a lot shorter than I expected. Yeah. It really was. I was, was. like, oh, let me get a sandwich while this starts. Transformation yeah, yeah. goes, yeah. And I was surprised, actually. Yeah, sure it wasn't was. too bad. It wasn't too bad. And, I mean, they, he had the new wristband and yeah. the new this and the new that. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. I mean, I understand fair. you have to sell us. Buddy, go! <laughs> And that's going to be like, the way he transforms really? every time. Okay. okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> He's our buddy now. All right. 
I gotcha. <laughs> well, you know, if you think about it, the fact that this uh, our protagonist, um, Hiroyuki, I believe. Hiroyuki, yes. Yeah, hey, Hiroyuki Kudo, be hears um, the Ultra in him, you in, know, his, in head. his head. Yep. Uh, sort of for no reason. Like, we yeah. don't see, like in many Ultra series past, you see the hero like Ultraman X or the original Ultraman or anything. You see the hero do some sort of selfless act. act and then the Ultra's like, oh, you're my guy. Yes. So we're going to, yes. we're going to, you know, we're I'm going to bond with, with you, you. And then you'll be able to hear me telepathically. Yeah, exactly. This time he hears him telepathically first yeah. before he does So it's like the buddy system, kind of. Uh, That's what I'm saying. I think maybe okay. that might be what they're going It's not what they're going with. But <laughs> you know what? Why not? I have point, to do Why not? not to come up with something. <laughs> it makes me a little it. bit crazy. Yeah, um, it yeah it's fine. But, but yeah, I want to. I want to know what this Tri Squad voice drama is. Well, the Tri Squad is the three different yeah. Ultras that were fighting the um, the Trigger. Right. That was the Taiga, Titus, right. and Fuma. But, That's the Tri Squad. But there's some sort of voice drama. So I think there's a podcast that exists <sighs> separately from the show that also, I it maybe since it's just called the Tri Squad voice drama, maybe it's their adventures with. Fighting Ultraman Trigger prior to them being dis, you know, disintegrated. So it's like it'd be interesting. It'd be great if it wasn't in Japanese. That's fantastic. <laughs> Fair enough. We would not understand what they would say, yeah. and they'd ramble on, and we'd be like, yeah, yeah. "I don't get it. I don't understand any of this." But uh, I'd be happy to act in an English language version of it. Thank we'll you. Be all over it. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone, if anyone could make that happen, I'd be all over. Ooh, that would be an interesting fan production. Because we have fan subbers. True. Imagine guys who like just recreate the podcast. If it's doable, it's doable. Yeah, you'd have to get someone to actually listen to it, translate it as they're listening to it, and then have whether or not that person or somebody else relatively close to them read it off. Yeah, and you know, right. different voices and stuff. Yeah. It's doable. You, you know, we. You know how they do that, Pat? Is they cast different people. I've heard that. They <laughs> I'm not really that shy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there uh, we open up where uh, Hiroyuki is um, driving a, uh, a package. Truck. Yeah, and he's driving some guy in the back seat mm -hmm. with a package, and it's right. him driving somebody else next to him, and this guy in the back seat that's got a package. Right. And there's some bad guys on the road. Right. Shooting at this truck. Right. And then the woman in the Aegis office says. Don't let that car get destroyed. I bought it with a loan. It's on loan. And you're sitting there going, wait a minute. You're going to put your insignia on the side of a car that you don't own? It's a magnet. Okay. It's way cheaper. That way, true, if you have to, true. suppose you have to put it on a sedan later for like, or a town car if you got to pick up somebody important. Just put oh, that on. Magnet off, magnet yeah. on. Okay. Yeah. I thought about getting a giant science patrol. Magnet. Just magnet. put it on your car. Put, to put a... <laughs> Because you know how all their cars were like gray sedans? Yeah, you're in the first one. <laughs> just get the big magnet. All right, fair enough. I got to figure out how much that would cost because it's silly. Probably a lot. It's silly, and I and shouldn't. Doable. But, but it, yeah, it's an achievable goal is what I'm saying. <laughs> so it's one of those things where you're like, if it's less than $100, yeah, I'll help out with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. 
it's one of those things where you're like, okay, first you have to find someone who doesn't know what it is so that they weren't going to go, no, that's copyright. I won't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. True. Fair yeah. enough. But um, then they, they're running, the bad guys are running next to the car. Yes. They are and aliens. They, they are aliens. Fine. And they've got these neat, like, blue ray guns. Right. So he slams on the uh, on the brakes. He slams on the brakes. And you shoot each other, which is you can tell now. Okay, they're going for more comedy. Yeah. They're going to be able to shoot each other because yeah. the car just stopped all of a sudden. Yeah. Why yeah. not? And uh, I did could not tell what kind of uh, aliens they were. Um, I didn't really notice at all. The only ones I could tell were the uh, was Alien Magma who was running this whole thing. Yes. Yes. And they, they, uh, it turns out that the, the gentleman who was driving around with them uh, had also a, an alien, and he had an alien child. He had an alien baby, him. yeah, alien yes. baby in a little satchel. Big cooler. Yeah, how do you And I mean, it, it all the questions of how is it breathing? How is it living? How is it. Well, it was all vacuum sealed, so maybe it was in some form of stasis, A, or B, that whole unit was some sort of life support system. Okay. All right, why not? And sure. maybe that maybe it also shielded it from uh, the shots or whatever. Well, no, I was thinking like scanning, like okay. shield, like it was like no, unless you knew who was who was carrying the package. If you, you had know like, that the alien, was yeah, inside that's it. a very Star Trek thing. It's like oh, yeah. we've got this thing is a it's a protected from sensors and whatnot. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I mean, somehow the aliens knew that they had the alien child in there. Anyway, this is true, but. Who am I to say? This is true. But then once the alien that was in the backseat called off oh, the contract... Oh, that is an alien Xandrius, by the way. Okay, I didn't know I did. No, did um, Once the guy calls off the contract, the passenger of the car says, no, we don't have to care about him anymore. The contract's right, I'm going to get out of here. And you're sitting there going, um, no. Well, I think he's one... Yeah, the, yeah, the, the, the co-pilot, I guess. He's like, yeah. well, hey, we got the money, you know. We don't have to do anything. Exactly. He doesn't want us to follow him. Right. And Hiroyuki says, no, we no, no, got to follow this doing. guy because this is what we're supposed to do. Right. <sighs> now, I'm having problems um, figuring out who's who. You understand? Like, I, we know who Hiroyuki is because right. he's, you know, he's the head guy. But I have three other names so names. far that we don't know who they uh, are. Parika, Ashikawa. Uh, Homare Soya and Kana Sasuke. Well, I think what we're going to have to do is watch further into the series to try to figure out the names of the okay. other characters. We've got it. Oh, you do have Yeah, it. Kana is the 38-year-old president of Aegis who's previously worked as a police officer in External Affairs Division X. Okay, fair enough. Before leaving her job to establish Aegis. She puts up a rather playful facade but shows serious attitude when handling an alien case. Right. Uh, she is a reliable captain who watches over her young members while pretending to be vague. Okay. There Fair you go. Um, do they have anything on the other? I'm group? sure they do. Uh, Homare Suya is the co-pilot. Okay. Homare is his name? Uh, Homare. Okay. H-O-M-A-R-E. Okay. Homare sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, Homare. <laughs> oh, God, no. Yeah, so um, I could be wrong. Uh, he is uh, Hiroyuki Sr. and is often angered when Hiroyuki runs off on important missions. Yes. As he often takes on dangerous tasks, 
Humari puts his high physicality to use while partnering with Hiroyuki. Okay, fair enough. By the way, how cool were the extendable batons? Those were super cool. I love those. And there's always one thing in every team Episode. thing where I'm like, I'd like one of those. That's me. How could? How much could that cost? Me? <laughs> how much trouble would I get in if I actually? <laughs> yeah. Well, you can tell that that's not real and not a practical item. No, um, I get it. But it also has like a shock taser at the oh, end of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, we we were talking about on uh, the Facebook group recently, like how bad I wanted Arashi's rifle yes. when I was a kid, like that bazooka laser. And Matt's like, I still want one. I'm like, yeah, yeah, me too. I still do, yeah. but I just know I can't. Like, I know, I, I, they make the gun. The, the, oh, the little gun? The little gun that, like, the muzzle pops out and everything. Like, yeah. when you draw it, and it's, it isn't horrendously expensive. Uh, I think Kyle from KaijuCast has one. Okay, okay. I think it's, like, $200, but it's, I think it's die-cast. Like, it's oh, metal. Really? I'm pretty sure. See, that's not bad. Oh, I know, metal. that's what I'm saying. He also has a beta capsule, which just... Oh, that's super cool. I know. That's super cool. Like, that's the kind of thing where if I still had an office job, I might have have that just right up on the shelf, you know. I don't have an office job either. And then people would be like, the hell is that? And then you could get into it. Yeah, let me me explain some things to you. (laughs) So, obviously, the last person on this list is the other... uh, Pirika is the uh, lady, other lady. The younger Um, lady. Yeah, the younger lady. She's the 23-year-old operator of the private security organization. She's in charge of cybersecurity affairs and other related matters and is mostly seen operating several computers at her dedicated desk. Fair enough. Providing technical support. When she is not assuming the role of Aegis' cyber genius, she can be seen having girlish discussions about diet and fashion with Kana. Okay, fair enough. There you go. Whoa. What? She was originally portrayed by... Momoka, another actress, until she was recast partway through filming due to scheduling conflicts. Oh, that's got a bite. I'm wondering if, like, I wonder if they reshot that or we're going to see some, we're going to be really confused. <laughs> if it's going to be a bewitched Darren thing, yeah. all of a sudden just a different face. And that's but what's great person? is they're not that different. That, that was the best recasting ever. Because Dick Sargent and Dick York, both named Dick, both look remarkably similar they to each other. Like you could tell that they were different people, but they did. Look but not by much. Yeah. Like yeah. that was good recast. Really well good done recasting. I give it that. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I I'm a big fan of David Bradley as the first Doctor. Okay. And if they would like to do more of that, nobody's going to hear me complain about not it at all. No, not at all. Fair and enough. people have been people have been wanting Sean Pertwee to do third Doctor stuff, and he's like, "No, that's my dad. I can't do it." And we're all like, but you'd be so good. Yeah, you yeah. look just like him. Come on. But I, I can You're see even from, wearing the ring. I know. I know. But from his perspective, I can understand. I it. totally get it. Yeah. I totally get it. That's my dad's thing. That's not my thing. Yeah. That's fair enough. I get it. It's fine. <sighs> so anyway, we go into this uh, building that's under construction because the, uh, the, uh, al- the alien magma steals the child. Right. And then... Who should show up but a giant monster. Um, and almost instantly goes about knocking down two buildings. That was great. I that was liked it. They built those specifically to break. Perfect. But the fact that you know you saw these people fleeing this area, right? Uh-huh. It looked the composition 
looked great. So now, granted, well I watched done. it on the small screen because I had to watch it on the small screen. Right, right. But to me, it looked fantastic on Yes. I haven't watched it on a big TV yet. Neither have I. I watched it on my phone because I couldn't quite figure out how to get into the English subtitles. Yeah. So it was really tiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it looked. <laughs> yeah. I'll probably watch it on a bigger screen later just yeah. to see if I can see the difference. But on a small screen, it looked super fantastic. Yeah. That's, I, I was very impressed. Like, and uh, that would be, uh, oh, which monster is this now? Uh, that is... Uh, Zegan, I think? No, that's... I thought that was, no, yeah. Zegan is the kid. No, Zegan no, that's now. the Zendari, the Zendrius. That's the baby and the mother. Oh, okay. Zegan is... Uh, yeah, Zegan is the kid that's being auctioned off. Yeah, that's the monster that's being auctioned off before he is promptly killed by... Um, What's his face? Um, Halberis. Okay. That is his first appearance, by the way. Halberis uh, shows up when this guy in a black and white shirt summons him and uh, gets uh, and kills the Zegan so that uh, it, it disrupts the it disrupts this alien auction that's going on that's being held by an alien market. Okay. How do you like that? I like that. Right. I like that. But um, after the Helberis appears, another monster appears. Right. That's oh, that's the Zendiris looking for her baby. Her, Zendiris, rather. And then they shoot at the mother. The Helberis shoots at the mother. Right. With lightning from his back somehow. Yeah, I thought they were, they looked like the like the spikes launched, but what do I know? I didn't know if it was lightning or spikes. Yeah. Oh no, no, that was like the spike launch was later when Tiger was fighting. Tiger, right? Yeah, yeah. It, That's when they. Then he uses that some sort of buck, like some sort of. I don't remember what the whatever kind of ray called, it was, and it was really some sort of bullet. Yeah, and it just shot down everything. Yeah, it was neat. Which is very very it was cool. Neat. <laughs> it was quite neat. Um, but we uh we see the guy, the black the guy with the black and white shirt, mm -hmm. with his little blue balloon, which He's I guess that was to have him stand out. Just I don't well, know. it worked because he was creepy. He was creepy and stood out completely. Yeah, absolutely creepy. And I believe that is uh, no Alien Rivers is the name of the guy who was carrying the uh, pony keg o monster. Oh okay. Yeah yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, we're gonna have a lot of different. We have a lot of monster minute and people to talk about. That's fine. Um, That's why we took the first episode by itself. Yep. Oh, here we go. Kira, this is Kirasaki is the name of the guy with the black and white shirt. Okay. He's the main antagonist of Ultraman Taiga. He is the human identity of Ultraman Trigger. <gasps> you didn't see the shadow at the end, did you? I did so see the shadow. I saw the fact that it was some sort of and monster. Spikies and yeah. I didn't quite put together yeah. that he was the human. Mm -hmm. Ultimate mm -hmm. Trigger. I saw the shadow. I figured he was some sort of alien, but I didn't yep. put together that he was Trigger. Okay, that yeah. works. All right. He is a ruthless person who darkens in the shadow of an incident involving Hiroyuki and others. His ultra form is Ultraman Trigger, and his cruel eyes are full of madness. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Imposing. But then uh, um, somehow, Hiroyuki saves the kid, the alien child, with the battle going on in right, the background. Right. And well, he, no, he doesn't. He he try. He's trying to, and he actually saves the. Doesn't he save the baby after? 
No, no, you're correct. He, he, he saves right it away. right before, Just before he transforms into Tiger. Right, because then he hears a voice in his head right. telling him, yeah, you should go and save that kid. Come on, you got to do this. And so he right. does it, and he transforms into Ultraman Tiger and, and gives the baby to the mother, and the mother flies away. Flies off. Right. And this is when you get this is the full transformation. Scene. Oh, and by the way, how dark is it that these creatures are being hunted for food? Yeah, I didn't like that. That's a little dark. A little, a a little, 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 dark, little for dark. A kid show. Well, you know, hey, this is 2019. Kids, uh, kids can deal with stuff. I like know that. that. I get it. But the you are like, no. <laughs> Meanwhile, kids are like, that's horrible. They need to be stopped. <laughs> but the little, the new wristband toy that he gets and the new yeah. hand cover and the new this and the new that all lovingly displayed that's right but it, in a very quick transformation yeah, it's not like nearly said, like <coughs> you don't see a lot of there's no cocking of it you don't have to push a bunch of levers and spin something no then, nope. no it's just you put here it, it is here's this here's that and you now know. I'm Ultraman now yep. buddy you go and I'm Ultraman that's right yeah alright oh fine. hey they list um, you know, because we whip around here like, uh, crazy like, men, which yeah. is what we do. Um, they list a list of the ultra warriors from the beginning. Okay. We'll get so to that. We've got, oh, you're gonna I'm going to do it now. So I don't forget. Okay. Taiga, Titus, Fuma, Trigger, obviously Ultraman, right. Ginga, Victory, X, Orb, Jeed, Rosso, Blue, and Taro. See, now I'd have to look again just to see if I can point out which one is X and Blue yeah. and Taiga and all, all the rest of them. Cause I just saw a bunch of ultra You're just like, like oh, that's a lot of ultra guys. <laughs> that's exactly what my mind is. I can't keep track of all this. Yeah, yeah. Well, somebody <laughs> posted on uh, one of the Facebook groups that I follow today these videos that their grandmother used to send them from, um, like, video cassettes from uh, Japan. Okay. Right. Um, and she just posted <laughs> pictures of them. And it was like, um, and they were like compilations of Ultraman fights. So oh, there was okay. an Ultraman and Ultra 7 and a. Right. Ultraman and just Ace. the fights. Yeah, so okay. it was just like for kids to watch, like a bunch of But one of them is called Ultra Warriors, but it is spelled Ultra Warriors. So I just picture like all the Ultra Brothers going like, kids Can't today. Uh, oh no, I don't like this. They don't, you know. <laughs> when we used to fight monsters, we blew them up with specium rays. Now they gotta have bullets and all sorts of crazy things and giant transformation devices. It's not like it used to be. <laughs> yeah. That's, oh God! Yeah, uh, you know they're all sitting around a deli drinking co senior coffees and exactly. eating fish sandwiches. <laughs> Can I get a sandwich, sweetheart? That'd be fantastic. Oh, Thank you. God, no. Um, but I mean, the, so yeah, Viol violence scene, ensues. Yes, the fight scene between Taiga and Hellebarus is fantastic. Yeah. Well, also we have to say how Hellebarus um, um, dispatches. Zegan by just just driving a hole through its chest. Yeah, a tail through That's the what chest. That's I'm like, come on, <laughs> really? And then he falls, and it, again, boom! Yeah, giant it's filled with propane. Dude, it just has to be filled with propane. <laughs> every every monster death in this episode is fantastically explosive. Yes, like just. Yes. They said, you know, we didn't use enough propane in the last yeah. year. We're going to use a lot more. Get yeah. all of it. You know, guys, I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Hear me out now. This may sound weird, but. I also like that there's this big fire in the city. And when Ultraman Titus appears, appears and lands, 
the force of the air blows all the fire out. Yes. That was I thought that was super awesome. Cool. Absolutely. That was awesome. Absolutely. Oh, oh here comes the, the landlord. The landlord wants to say goodbye. <laughs> Are right. you going swimming? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Give me a smooch. You kissed Pat, but you don't kiss me. That was terrible. <laughs> I feel hurt and betrayed. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so the horror bar shoots the red lightning at Tyga. Mm -hmm. Tyga blows it up with different bullets or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then his color timer goes off. Very fairly quick. Fairly he, quick. He does some hand to hand combat. He's a little stuff. bit he, nice. There's some punchy kicky. Right. And and, um, and he tries to use his story and blaster. Right. Of course, I have to write this. Nonsense yeah, it's a good now. thing you did. And then somehow now he's also got an orblet blaster. Sure. Which is from his orb on his hand. Right. Okay. And in that uses the supreme blaster. Right. Which is finally what blows up the whole horse. Yeah. That. It's cool. Yep. And that's when the little gem shows up. Yep. The little tripod. Yeah, some sort of something or other shows thing. up. Yeah. You gotta figure it's gonna be on the five dollar range. Which I'm okay with. I have not I looked on eBay to see what sort of Ultraman Tiger stuff is available yet. But I'm sure it's there. I'm sure it's you know, like I said, oh, five dollars yeah. and then add shipping figure ten, well, fifteen, something Yeah, like that. it's it's funny because like I've seen a lot of stuff that didn't that doesn't have it doesn't have shipping like okay like I ordered I ordered something for the giveaway that I'm not sure has been announced yet probably not I don't know um uh and it was six it was six dollars no shipping oh okay so that's not bad at all done yeah six yeah. bucks can't argue at yeah. all now granted that guy's profit margin on those things is berserk because those are giveaways. I those things they give those things. They give away. them to you. He's charging you six bucks. He just made six bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it costs two hundred and fourteen yen to ship it to me. So that's two dollars and fourteen cents, right? Roughly. roughly. So he's in the he's in the after packaging. He's making three and change. Yeah, easy, yeah. easy. And if he sells. Five of them, he's made fifteen dollars. Yeah. Well, yeah, if he sells, he sells a whole bunch of them, yeah, yeah well, and that's it, you know. Easy um, enough. Easy any enough. of you guys who know what the giveaway item is know what we're talking about. Any of you who don't can probably figure it out if you know Japanese cinema. But then, um, the red mist, a red mist appears, right? Becomes Hiroyuki, so you got to figure that's the transformation back from the ultra, right, to an actual person, right? And he sees Taiga as a light shape. Ultra, mm. human size. I mm. thought that was a well done. Mm -hmm. And Tiger says, "You did the right thing in saving the kid mm -hmm. and the mother." End of episode. Yeah, little quick. Preview. It was quick. It was. Yeah, it was. And I mean, I like I said, I, I'm starting to write all of this nonsense down because yeah. my memory's just getting worse. I'll admit it. But I mean, for a 30 minute episode, like I said, I got onto a full second page. Front yeah. page, one page full, front and back, and a full second page. Right, right. I'm like, There's a lot going on. A lot of stuff going on. Okay, they don't say what the things are called. Now, the, the transformation device is called the Tiger Spark. Okay. You can buy one now for $58, free shipping. Yeah. Uh, or you can buy the Tiger, the Ultraman Trigger Gear Eye, which is what he uses to transform, which okay. is like the Ultra Eye. You know, it's like a mask. Or a right, little mask. Um, and it also comes with some sort of 
I think it looks like a wristlet. That's okay. about forty bucks. Uh, um, Hellboro soft vinyl toy, eleven seventy-seven. Oh no, that's the that's the actual the monster. Okay. Yeah, um, okay. you can get. Um, let's see, the Ultraman Tiger figure is about fourteen bucks. Okay. Um, which is pretty normal. Yeah, it's about right. Can't argue. That I really much. want the the Titus figure because uh, he's just so chunky. Chunky. That's about that. twenty bucks. Yeah, there's all sorts of. Oh, I'm looking at some of the upcoming monsters. They're cool. Ah, looking. don't look at They're those yet. They're very cool looking. <laughs> um, and they make some of the. Um, they make some of the uh, Ultraman in very very poseable versions too, not just like the little vinyl guys that move at the waist and the arms. Right, That's it. Okay. Um, but yeah, the trigger looks really nice at $35. So, hey guys, if you're really looking to buy some stuff... They got it for you. It's already... Well, of course it's already out, like Jeff discussed. It's out the day after... It's out the day you watch the it. The day of, yeah. The they put day the thing on at 11 o'clock. By the time you can get to the store at 5, it's there. Yeah. Oh, here you go. Um, the full lot of eight... We're going to call them doohickeys. Okay. <laughs> the little triangulars. Right, right. Uh, the little bottle openers. No, well, the bottle openers come with this set. These are like the things you get from the other ultras, I guess. Okay. Um, is fifty four fifty two with free shipping right now? And if you want the ultra, uh, you like the the what do we call it? The, the wristlet. The Tiger Orblet, whatever it was. <laughs> Orblet sound delicious. You want to get an order of Orblets later. If you don't mind. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get some for the table? The Tiger Spark, that's it. Okay. Um, the Tiger Spark, and then it comes with one of the little the little doohickeys. Right. Some sort of thing that looks like a steering wheel. Maybe it's, oh, it looks like it might attach to your belt, and it lets you hang the bottle opener yes. off in it. That's exactly what those yeah. are. Yes. Yes. Yes, that's 100 bucks. Uh, but again, it's two it's weeks in, guys. It's, it's, it's Well, expect. it's about four episodes in, so... Yeah. That's fine. They're going to be selling the nonsense out of them as they can. Yeah. I Ooh, I like oh. that one. What did we say? It is the uh, Van Presto Ultra Hero Taiga Flame Blaster version. Oh, good God, no. Don't show it to me because that's going to probably spoil something that's coming further. It's a cool looking thing. I understand. Don't show Ooh. it to me until we see it. All right. Yeah. I it's neat. We'll forget. It's expensive, though. <laughs> this is why I'm glad I don't collect this nonsense anymore. It's like 30 bucks. Ah. Uh. This is. This is why I... Oh, you can get an Idris jacket! Oh! hundred bucks? Huh? hundred bucks? Huh? Really? More than that? Well, it's a size large, okay? Okay, so that's not going to fit either not one of us. going to fit either one of us. Even if we got down to an American large, this is a <laughs> Japanese large. So that's super Which tight. is at best an American medium. And it's official... Like okay. limited edition, so that bumped it up to two hundred, three hundred forty-two dollars. Oh no, that's not. It's good. a great looking jacket. I'm sure it is, but if it would fit my younger kid, it would be amazing. Yeah, like that's a cool looking jacket. That is a cool looking jacket. Yes, yeah. absolutely. But if you say that's a Japanese large, that might fit my younger kid. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it's good stuff. That's good stuff. Um, but yeah, so it, I, I, I'm, I, I liked it. No, it was cool. Yeah. It was cool. A nice intro. There's a bit, like I said, there's a bit too much going on, but I'm not going to argue because I know there's going to be an episode that will come yeah. that will have a bit too little going on, so let them throw everything at you. 
I have to write it down, right. but let them throw everything at you at once, and I kind of hope it stays this nuts, but I doubt it's going to. Right. All right. So let's let's get to our monstrous monster minutes. Exactly. Because we a got a bunch. Go ahead. Ultraman Trigger. Um, he is 50 meters, 37,000 tons from the land of light. Um, Trigger was a scientist from N78 and a close friend of Ultraman Taro before he fell to the dark side, long before the events of Ultraman Rubei. Ultraman Trigger was stated to be responsible for the destruction of several planets. The way he achieved this was by meddling with the hearts of said planet's inhabitants. Hmm. Okay. Over 1,300 years ago, Trigger altered the DNA of the Rigasite. Oh. That's the thing that was in Rubu. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Then there's spoilers for the Ultraman Rubei movie. Which we don't want to do. Nope. Um, his red eyes are unusually small for an ultra, which may be because they're mostly covered by the mask-like object on his face. Okay. Uh, he has a color timer and is kept concealed behind the golden armor plate on his chest. Okay. And he has claws on his fingers. Yes. Trigger can project himself through a computer or television screen to communicate, even being able to transport his body through it. Okay. Fair enough. Um, he can teleport. So I don't see why he needs to go through a computer, but that's okay. Um, maybe it's short distance teleporting. <laughs> uh, he can also summon creatures by uh, creating creating wormholes. Oh, he can that. put himself through it too. Oh, he can put himself. So that's how he tra- teleports. And he can mentally corrupt people. Okay, so that's cool. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Oh, and he's got a whole boatload of like abilities and stuff yeah. that we're not going to get into right Jeez now. Jeez Louise, this guy's got a lot, he's got a lot going on. Yeah, don't get into it yet because I'm sure that's going to give spoilers for the rest of the My series. word. Um, oh, this is funny. Uh, in the Ultraman New Generation Chronicle where we talked about uh, it's, it takes place in uh, like the movie theater with Busca and uh, Okay. And Pega. Right. He appears in episode 13 introducing himself from another dimension and mentioning about villains who have appeared in the past. Very nice. I want that subtitled so bad. (laughs) (laughs) We're not asking for everything. Yes, we are. Yeah, we are asking for everything. It's fine. (laughs) I understand that. We know Um, we can't get it, but we can ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, we're getting way more than I ever thought. It's a good time to be an Ultraman fan. Yes. I never in my life anticipated... The stuff that's happening. No, I know. I know. But, it, I mean, that's the thing. I'm yeah. coming into this, you know, not having known it for my whole yeah. life. And you're sitting there. Eyes and wallet wide open. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Oh, yeah. In case you guys don't know this, as of today, um, the pre-order price for the Ultraman original series Steelbook for Mill Creek has dropped to $30.40 there thereabouts. Change, yeah. And the Ultra Q has dropped to $27. Yes. So, uh, get, on it, it. get on it. If you have, um, what's your majigger? Um, Blu-ray? Amazon Prime? That's the one, Amazon Prime. You get your free shipping. Yes. Uh, in fact, this is what convinced Pat to sign up for Amazon Prime. Well, it wasn't specifically this. Well, that you ordered something else the next day, and you were like, what am I doing? Yeah, why am I paying for shipping on every single stupid thing that I'm ordering? Because Only told you this four years ago, or however long it was. It was smart. But, no, I had to get a... a electric converter because I found out that the European plugs aren't the same as American plugs. No. Well, oh, I no. I was not aware of that. There's one right here on I on, our, on our thing because Casey used to use this when he was in Jordan. Ah. He lived in Jordan for like eight, 
two years. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, that's the thing that you are using is basically the thing I bought for yeah. twenty bucks. Yeah. And with that, I said, you know what? It's time. Yeah. Time. Why am I paying shipping on this stuff? Yeah. Exactly. Um. But now I have to look into the Ultraman that I did order and make sure that I'm not getting charged shipping. Yeah. For you you might because they're. You ordered it. At, you ordered it the day before you got Prime. Right. So, so I'd have to your order, order and re -order. reorder it, and then <laughs> and then they'll figure out. Oh yeah. Okay. That's so like, I see what you did. That's fine. Mm -hmm. They'll get over it. We expect that. Um, all right. So let's uh, let's go to Halberis in his first appearance. Um, ding, 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 ding. He is uh, sixty meters tall, fifty thousand tons. He is a kaiju. Sure. Yeah. Obviously. Um. Let's see here. Uh, ooh, Halberis' design motif is based off the Sengoku-era warlords. Specifically, Sonata Yamakura when donning his red armor due to its color scheme. So it's like a specific historical period. In uh, That's neat. I like that. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Who said this stuff's not a little bit educational? Me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he has the Hell Slash. He can shoot red energy arcs from the blades on his arms. Yep. The spike projectiles, That's the thing purple projectiles that okay. rain down on an area and explode. He can launch a fireball from his mouth. Horn lightning. Uh, the tip of Helberis' tail is a sharp spiked edge, which yes. can impale a monster. Which we've seen. Yep. And he's very durable. Okay. I like that. It's like a very durable monster. No need for the extended monster warranty on this guy, you guys. <laughs> He's a very durable monster. You don't have to Fair spend enough. that extra money. Don't okay. listen to the salesman. That's what exactly. I'm saying. Exactly. <sighs> um, Zegan. Zegan is from something else, apparently. Oh, is he? Apparently. Okay. First appearance. Well, you said he was in the Rubik. Ultraman Jeet, episode 14. Shadows of Shadows. I do not remember that. Don't remember him at all. It's okay. That's fine. Roared like... Hold on. Make sure the volume's up. Oh, he's got the creaky gate roar. That's okay. right. Fair <laughs> enough. Don't um, remember, but that's fine. Yeah, I kind of do. Uh, he reappeared as part of a monster auction, having been summoned by Alien Magma to demonstrate his power by making it fight the mother of a, a Zandria's baby. Okay. And held the advantage despite the mother's efforts. Upon Halbaris' arrival, however, Zegan was destroyed by the kaiju when it stabbed Zegan in the chest yes. with his tail. Yes, didn't like it. Um, he's uh, got a Zegan beam, blue laser fired from its chest, um, an interdimensional gate. Uh, oh! What? I remember when this one showed up. Remember the scene where the, the gate appeared in the harbor and it started to swirl and then all the smoke came out? Yes. That's where okay. that is. That's okay. where that, that monster is Fair enough. From. That's where he's from. Yeah. Okay. Fair uh, enough. He's got claws, obviously, and the scissor blaster, uh, which are his claws that fire out red lightning waves. Okay. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. I like it. I like it. I dig it. Um, we got to go back to... Uh, yeah, there was a bunch of monsters yeah, in this one. Yeah, the Xandrius, uh, who was a monster who first appeared in Episode 4 of Ultraman 80. They're bringing it back. Oh, my God. I, I like that. I haven't seen that one yet. Nope. Uh, 19,000 tons, 48 meters, a bit of a, a, bit of a lightweight. Yeah. Okay. And they are using the recycled Red King. Yeah, definitely. Fair enough. Definitely. 
Um, he's a creature from space. They come to Earth in meteorites. Um, and he was also an Ultraman gene, which I didn't remember. Yeah, I mean, that's the problem with watching all of this stuff. Where <laughs> yeah. you start to lose track of who's who at this point. It which was... A juvenile that showed up in Jeed. I okay. vaguely remember it. I don't vaguely. really admit. Yeah. Um, oh, it was the one with the... Uh, Go ahead. If you remember it, the... Remember the, the, the monster... The monster was upset because he, uh, there was a, a, a female version, and then they met in space and kissed, and it was very silly at the end of the episode. Barely. Yeah, so... Barely. That's fine. That's fine. But uh, what do we got here? 48 meters, 19,000 tons. Uses his wings to bat away enemies. The Yorgo Beam fires red energy blasts from its mouth. And it can burrow oh, at moderate speeds. Fair you don't enough. normally see a winged creature burrow. It can burrow. Yeah, that's pretty snappy. That's pretty snappy. Oh, we'll get to the baby version, too. 60 centimeters tall, 5 kilos. Uh, adorable. Very cute. Um, very, very cute. And powers and weapons, none displayed. Right, because he's a baby. Yeah. I mean, let's be realistic. He's just a baby. Leave him alone. All right, now the alien magma. We've done alien magma. You don't have to do alien magma. We know what he is. Yeah. Okay, this is alien Markand was the one who was holding the auction. But he was only shown for a split second, so I don't think you have to... Give a monument for him, but if I'll you want do to. Do a quickie. Uh, originally, first appearance, Ultraman, Ultra 7X, I'm sorry, oh. uh, episode 3, Hopeless. Um, let's see here. He was also in Ultraman X as well. Okay. Look at that. Fair enough. Um, oh, he was one of the ones that, uh, he sold, he was the one who sold Mecha Gamora to the, the hot evil lady. Uh, gotcha. yeah, 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 I got gotcha. you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, he was fair the enough. he was the dealer. So he's based. Yeah, he's oh, I, like that. He's so I like that. I like that they're keeping they're the keeping a little continuity, continuity going. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good enough. All right, that's cool. So they can fly. They have an energy blast, uh, eye beams, and a human disguise. Obviously. Okay, fair enough. The cicada human, I think, was one of the ones that was the. Uh, yeah, the cicada human is one of the um, was one of the what you call it the aliens oh, that shot, aliens each other. shot each other. Yeah, okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, like like you said, we only saw them for a split second, and then they shot each other. So I kind of figured that they right. were comic relief aliens. And the other one was an alien cucaracha. And if that is not a cockroach, I'll be super upset. Yeah, he's a cockroach, he's a cockroach. ladies cockroach. and gentlemen. <laughs> that cucaracha. So. Um, that was Pat uh, fixing his fixing his sandals, by yeah. the way, in case you're wondering what that was. It was bugging me for a while. <laughs> he didn't say it was smart. That's Pat's old man Velcro sneakers. No, <laughs> not quite at that point. Not yet. You know what's funny is you go from a kid having Velcro sneakers to being a very old man and having Velcro, Velcro sneakers. sneakers. Trust me. It's the circle of life. God. Yeah. Uh, Fair enough. And let's see if, we, if there's anything else we need to cover on this. I don't think so. No, that's about, I think you got about everything. You covered enough monsters. Yeah, the next episode is called Trigger. Yes. Um, so, what do you think about the opening theme song? Buddy, steady, go. Uh, yeah. Instead of ready, steady, go, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. buddy, steady, go. Yeah. Okay. 
It's all right. It seems like they're it's peppy of, enough. It's peppy enough. They're sort of running out of things to do. It sounds like. <laughs> but all right, what am I gonna do? I'm not the one that has to come up with the new stuff. Exactly. Again, I miss, I miss the old style yeah. theme songs. Yeah. But again, I'm bored. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, I like something that sounds like, you know, somewhat serious. Now yeah. they're really just playing a lot of these for comedy and and you know silliness. Which yeah, I don't know how much this is. I don't know if this is going to be quite as comic, blatantly satirical as the last one was. We'll see. Because you did, look, the transformation device is not the space accordion. True. That that was you took things to the extreme. And, yeah. I was, and it was funny because when I originally saw, I'm like, this is stupid, and then I went, oh yeah, it is stupid. That's the whole Everything one. in this show is a little bit goofy <laughs> and stupid. That's fine. I get it now. And yeah, I think the bad guy is nice. Um, his human form with that balloon is creepy. Very, very creepy. And the fact that he just stands there watching everything. You're like, all right. Everybody's yeah. running past him left yeah. and right. He's and fun. what is it about bad guys that when they start cricking their neck, you're like, no, this can't be good. Like, <laughs> like if you saw a dude in the... In, at work tomorrow, and he just stopped in the street, and he kind of let the crick his neck. You'd be like, the guy's got a stiff neck. That's fine. Yeah. But, but seeing a bad guy just cricks his neck just a little bit, yeah. like, uh, it can't be. Yeah. Well, they always seem to do it real far, like, yeah. like give me another minute. It's going all the way around, you know. Neck's <laughs> 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 not supposed to do that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It seems that's a little bit much. But, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's, that's yeah. about covering... Ultraman Tiger. The next episode is just called Trigger. Right. And then uh, we'll do the rate, review, subscribe. Please like do, you guys. Um, this is, uh, this is again, we thank you very much for every time you tune in and listen to one of these. Yeah, we appreciate it. We love our fans. Um, we have a whole bunch of uh, the submissions for interstitials. Cool. I'm cool. not saying stop sending them, folks. If, no, you're a new, them. if you're a new listener and you want to hear your voice... Uh, in the episode breaks, please send it. Send it. Say, please this is so-and-so. You're listening to the Science Patrol. Sally and Forth. Sally uh, Forth. Uh, you know, whatever. Um, and that's it. So uh, enjoy yourselves, guys. It's a beautiful day. Hopefully when you're listening to this, it's also a beautiful day. Because yeah, we don't know. We don't um, know where it's going to be. But you know what? Make it a beautiful day. Exactly. All right, guys. So on behalf of the Science Patrol, I'm Rich Conroy. I'm Pat Rooney. Sally Forth. Take care, everybody. Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. Visit terminalsunburn.bandcap.com. Post-production by Casey Kittle for Faces for Radio Productions. Visit us on the web at ultramanpodcast.com or find us on Facebook. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. The Science Patrol can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, for the Science Patrol, I'm Gretchen Brooks from the Kaiju Cast. Yeah.